Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Like That Podcast for another week. Joined here, my name is Adam, hosting You Like That Podcast. Uh, this week, we're looking at Death on the Nile as a main show review. Uh, bit of news to jump in for the week. Super Bowl just happened today as of recording. So a couple new TV spots, a few things that have come out through the week. Uh, ran out of some questions like we always do. And hope for a good show. Hope for a good damn show. Hopefully everyone's been well and uh, hopefully if you support the NFL, your team won, the LA Rams. Spoiler if you haven't seen it already, which you probably should have by now. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's jump in. Let's go straight for the news here for another week here. Uh, let's open up with uh, DC released some... Well, they released a form, uh, uh, like a year review of what's to come in the world of DC for superhero movies. Uh, the big thing from that was seeing a lot more of Black Adam. So we got some good shots, some new good shots of of, um, of The Rock as Black Adam. Emotionally crying, something different for The Rock. Uh, but we also saw uh, a beautiful shot of Dr. Fate. I'm going to put some photos here so you can see. Um, Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate in costume. Uh, Hawkman, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone, all of which show cast exactly what they're going to look like in the movie. And some fucking fire in those suits, man. They are looking good. So we had we had a bit of footage from Aquaman. Uh, and what else do they have coming out? Nothing of note that's as important as Black Adam, I guess. Uh, the Flash. There's a little bit more of The Flash as well. Uh, the next big one is we finally got the first trailer for Nope. Jordan Peele's upcoming horror movie. Uh, Jordan Peele is known to everyone as the guy that's made us uh, get out. It's the most critically acclaimed film. Uh, nope is his new one coming out. And do you think you know what's going on in the trailer? Because I bloody don't know what's happening in that trailer. Uh, it is very dark and ominous. It seems like it could be something to do with maybe alien entities, maybe... It could be something just out of world, out of worldly, nothing that's sort of you know real in a way. I'm sure there's going to be a driving message behind these movie, as there always is with Jordan Peele stuff. Uh, but from what we can see, there is some chaos happening in this in this town. Something's coming, and you just makes you go, nope, don't want a piece of that, not at all. Uh, then we got a new trailer for Doctor Strange Two. Uh, a much more in-depth look at the multiverse of madness. Obviously, we've had a few trailers, a few still shots here and there showing us what to expect. This one started, uh, This one went a bit more ballsy. Um, we saw a few more looks at the variants of Doctor Strange. We got the Defender Strange look, uh, what looked to be maybe a zombie strange. I don't know. It could possibly have been. Um, then we also saw the biggest kicker from that was... Charles Xavier confirmed. We see him being arrested and taken to this place. Where that is, I'm not too sure just yet where it is. But a a figure rolls towards him from atop a little uh, podium. Bold head, old man voice. Patrick Stewart. Charles Xavier confirmed. So what this then means for the future, X-Men are starting to come in now. We're going to start to get the X-Men. There was a shot of another of another figure fighting with America Chavez, um, who some people think possibly could be the Human Torch, could be Adam Warlock, could be anything. 
We don't know what we're getting in this yet, but we know that there's going to be some big crossovers happening in here. Uh, not crossovers, more or less uh, cameos from, from characters we've had before. Um, so that was cool. Uh, just seeing a lot more of the horror aspect of what this movie's going to be and really driving the Sam Raimi name. Uh, so you see a lot of darkness. You see a lot of uh, horror, just brooding shots of absolute horror. And I think it's going to scare a couple kids, but um, I don't think it's going to be too, you know, too dark and scary as what they seem to be lamenting it as. Um, like I can, I can sense the horror aspect, but ideally this isn't the evil dead though, is it? I don't, I don't think it's going to go down that road, but, but Hey, more Dr. Strange to sort of look upon here. Cool. We're going to introduce a few new people. This is going to be sick and I cannot wait for it. So Dr. Strange too, check out that trailer if you haven't seen it yet. And the last bit of news that I wanted to jump into Jurassic World three, Jurassic World Dominion. We finally got our first trailer. For this movie bringing in all the legacy characters so we see sam Neill, we see laura dern jeff goldblum all of them back together and it is a treat to see them all back together on the screen in a jurassic film and we see a lot more in this film we see some feathery dinos we see some bigger dinos that could be the big bad more or less to say um the plot of the whole thing doesn't sort of give itself away as to, you know, if, if there's an, a further driving force behind this film or if it is just, hey, humans and dinosaurs can't coexist, so we need to wipe them out or they wipe us out, whatever comes first, really. There's no talk of if it's further in-gen doing anything, if they developed a way to maybe, maybe they've harnessed some dinosaurs to use in war and whatnot else. Maybe. We don't know that far into the story just yet, other than humans and dinosaurs are coexisting, but it's not working and it can't work and it won't work. So something needs to be done about it. I'm just dead excited to see this movie. It comes out in June and it is going to be the longest wait of my life because I'm so looking forward to seeing this movie. Um, I, I keep going on with saying I reckon Laura Dern's going to be chomped first by, by a dino. Ideally, I don't think anyone's getting chomped by a dino in this. I think... Um, I think they move away from that sort of realm and we'll just leave it as a as a, as a yeah, you know, a few moments here where some people might get munched by Dino. I don't think any of our main characters are biting the bullet in this one here, but I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. But uh, Jurassic World Dominion, first trailer, please check it out and get excited for it with me. All right, let's jump into the main review of the week here. Uh, so this week we are looking at Death on the Nile, uh, direct... Directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, based on the Agatha Christie book, Death on the Nile, from 1937. Um, this has a runtime of 127 minutes, very bearable movie. Uh, budget of $90 million, box office of $33 million so far. It's not doing amazing, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score 66% with the critics and 82% with the audience thus far. Uh, Death on the Nile is just a murder mystery film following a uh, a woman who is married with a husband, going away for their honeymoon. Uh, people die. Mystery needs to be solved. Who done it? Is all it is. It's just a who done it film. Is the only premise you need to know about this film. Uh, so casting, we've got Kenneth Branagh as Achille Poirot, uh, Tom Bateman as Book, uh, Annette Bening as Euphemia, Russell Brand. It's a name you haven't heard in a long time. Uh, playing Linus Windlesham, 
Ali Fazal as Andrew Kachadurian, Gal Gadot as Lynette Ridgway Doyle, Army Hammer, the cannibal himself as Simon Doyle, Rose Leslie as Louise Burgot, Emma Mackey as Jacqueline Del Belfort, Sophia Ocanedo as Salome Audubon, Jennifer Saunders as Mary Van Schuler, Dawn French as Miss Bowers, and Letitia Wright as Rosalie Audubon. So, this movie, Death on the Nile, is a sequel to the 2017 film, I want to say, or 2015, one of the two, uh, Murder on the Orient Express, uh, which also was directed by Kenneth Branagh and starring Kenneth Branagh and also Tom Bateman as their respective characters. So this is sort of the Agatha Christie world. Agatha Christie, the famous author of the murder mysteries uh, back in the early 30s, 40s, 20s, whenever she was around mostly then. Um, and this is Kenneth Branagh coming to the universe to make his own cinematic universe in the Agatha Christie's again. Uh, murder on the Orient Express didn't do amazingly, you know, uh, in terms of, uh, well, I mean, box office, it was, it was before COVID and that, so... Uh, it made $350 million and it's, it's here and there. Uh, but the reviews were generally the same as what this has gotten now. You know, it's, yeah, the story's okay, but it's nothing different to what we've had before. Nothing's new. Uh, character performances are okay, but it's just that and the other. Comes in with Death on the Nile. Does that fix any of the mistakes? Depends who you ask. Uh, for me, myself... This is an okay movie. It's, uh, look, it's not Knives Out. Let me put it to you that way. If you've seen Knives Out and you go, oh, I kind of like murder mysteries now, this isn't the one to then go to and be a, and, and expect what you got from Knives Out. Um, this is a very slow build. It's, it's, it makes its way up there very slowly, very minimal stakes, and without sort of driving any big motives from anyone and then the second half is when it sort of picks up and that's when I sort of kicked in was like okay now pay attention to what's going on because the first half is just it's just it's just pandering along and it's just uh yeah okay cool uh I'm not putting together who could it be I mean well I've got my thought on who it is from the very start of the film anyway but uh okay the movie looks 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 good taking place in in, in Egypt in the river Nile yeah, it looks cool. Um, it doesn't do a lot in terms of its scenery anyway because most of it's taking place on a boat. Uh, so its CGI isn't really useful too often. Um, the overall story of a whodunit. Obviously, you need to have a lot of motives. And when you're given a film like this and you're given so many different characters and from the first time you sort of see them all in a group together... It tries to do its segregate each one by one to sort of say who they are and why they may have a resentment to the main character that's looking to be our focal point of who's going to die. You get a minimal version of that and you go, okay, so it could be any of them um, apart from the very first part of the film when you meet her closest friend from school and her now husband but was her friend's fiancé at that point, you sort of left going, hmm, yeah, this doesn't seem like a bit of a setup at the start here, does it? And we'll get to that by the end of it. Um, so the whodunit going for the first hour of this film, there's no whodunit to start with because it's sort of leading up to the death to follow. Now, if you don't want it spoiled, uh, please turn away, 
turn me off, come back in 10 minutes time, whatever. Or you probably don't care anyway. Uh, but the main death is of Gal, Gal Gadot's character, Lynette, um, who's the rich woman married to Simon Boyle, Army Hammer, the cannibal himself, uh, who ran, who originally was with um, Jackie, who six weeks later <laughs> left her to be with Lynette instead. I know it's crazy. Six weeks, who knew what love can change around like that? Crazy times and they're already married and sailing down the Nile. If that doesn't already tell you something's afoot, and you're kind of watching the wrong movie here. Uh, so enter, enter Mr. Hercule Poirot, Kenneth Branagh's character, the famous detective who's more or less in, in the area to solve his own personal case for someone in this party. Uh, and then gets dragged into finding out who done it is the big thing. Who done it? Uh, Kenneth Branagh's character. I really enjoy him. As Hercule Poirot, uh, it is single-handedly one of the greatest mustaches I've ever seen in cinema history, and I only wish to have that mustache when I'm in my fifties. Uh, he's a great detective. I, th- I, I, love, I personally really like his character. Um, he's just not sort of given enough to be detective about until the end when he's making the big accusations on who done it. Uh, so leading up to it, you know, it's trying to pin the blame on other people isn't working as such where you're going, oh, yeah, maybe it is that person there. Oh, oh no, that's that's a good reason. Maybe it could be that person there. It's not doing enough, quick enough for you to go, okay, I can't see it being any of these other people. It has to be one of the earlier people that I've already seen because these ones, it seems to just be too convenient a fodder that's not going to turn out into anything. Which by the end it does turn out to be nothing, and it is exactly who you thought it could have been from the start. Uh, so the story becomes, I guess, depending how you take these movies in, predictable. But when it's being dissected and revealed, it's okay. It's 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 cool. You know, I always like in these mystery movies when the when the when the detective type person cracks the case and they and they go into it on how they did it and explain, you know, all those little things as to how, why, this, that, and it shows the flashbacks. I like those parts of the movies, and, and I really liked it in this, but it doesn't save for the rest of the film, you know? Um, there's not a lot of real... It doesn't drag you in to be your own detective and try to crack this case. Because of how long it takes to set it up, by the time it... it it fizzles out and things are starting to turn and they're starting to figure everything out. You, you, you're turned off and you're not, you're not wanting to be that detective yourself yourself, and try to work out who did it and make up your own theories because you're not given enough like shown who you'd be like, oh, well, that went missing and this and that. This is how it all happened. You'll never get to that resolution by the end of it yourself. You can't. Impossible. But when it does, it goes, okay, it's, it's that far out there that, of course, only we can know it, and you guys would never have been able to pick that out by yourself by watching this movie. And you go, okay, cool, respect, take that for what it is, done. Uh, but everything else, it's just eh. The, the complete ending of it was just pretty eh. You know, you find out that it is the, 
the close best friend and her original fiance who set this up from the beginning because money, of course, money. And they just shoot themselves and die together anyway. And you're like, ah, yeah, that's, that's resolute, isn't it? Cool beans. And then everyone's happy Dory. You've got six dead bodies, five dead bodies, maybe five, I think. And a bunch of sad people going, you're all right, Puera. You're all right. You win that mustache. Uh, but yeah, as much of a murder mystery, like I was really looking forward to this, but I, I, I definitely am, I'm disappointed with it, but you know, that's not everyone can be knives out. If anything, this makes me, if anything, this was the shit entree that you would get at a restaurant before knowing that your main is going to be spectacular and that's going to be for knives out too. So Death on the Nile was my shit entree, but Knives Out 2 is going to be my delicious main, which is the reason I keep coming back to this restaurant, aka the murder mystery category. Um, but yeah, Death on the Nile, if you are into murder mysteries, you may like this. If you have grandparents that were into the Agatha Christie novels early on, they might enjoy seeing this, uh, but they'd probably more enjoy the 1978 version anyway better. Um, but it's out in, out in cinemas. If you want to go see it, go see it. It's, it's okay. It's not a shit movie. It's just okay, but it doesn't thrive in the murder mystery category. If anything, I would say the movie murder mystery with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston is probably better than this, especially in the case of whodunit. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, that's the main review for the week. Let's go and finish this episode off with some questions. All right. Question time. Arguably the only reason people come and still watch this show is for the questions because I love answering questions. Always have, always will. So thanks everyone for sending these questions in. It's always the, the great people that love to send these in and really help me out here and just, you make me laugh sometimes. You really fucking make me laugh sometimes. Um, all right, let's start off with Jess. If you were a ghost, who would you choose to haunt? Ooh. Ooh, do I be real or do I sort of say like a celebrity or something? Uh, right now, I'd probably just choose to haunt Kanye West and just be like, why are you being such a fucking child? Stop it. You're a child. Um, maybe also just like a random anti-vaxxer off the street and just haunt them and being like, I will stop haunting you if you stop being an idiot person, you fuck don't know i just i don't want to get political about it here let's go with kanye west i'm gonna i'm gonna haunt kanye west and just say stop hiding out in stadiums people need to play their games just move on move on you fuck uh chelsea could you get away with murder for all my fbi um agents listening in no you would catch me in a heartbeat and i would never ever commit murder just a disclaimer but no, no, I couldn't get away with murder. Um, especially in today's age, I feel like everything is just too easily traceable and you don't sort of hear of a lot of unsolved murders hap happening. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are heaps of unsolved murders happening these days, but uh, I don't know. I wouldn't know the first thing and how to do it. I've seen so many movies about murder and everything like that, but, ah, oh, man, I don't even want to think about how you would fucking do it. I'd be, I'd, if I were to commit the murder, I'd be straight up just in fucking stitches and wanting to just hand myself in because your heart would be racing a million fucking miles an hour thinking about what to do next let alone 
the the fucking acting itself. The next part is that's that's nah nah. Get me away from that. Um, thoughts on shaving your facial hair to a pyrotesque mustache? A hundred percent. I I I I roll this shit every day now, and it is just amazing. I love it. But the rest of the beard has to stay, unfortunately. Um, but I'm a big advocate on those uh, on the Puto mustaches. Absolutely the the. Divine mustaches. Uh, are you the type to solve the mystery 10 minutes into the movie? In this scenario, yes. But in most scenarios, I'm an absolute clown when it comes to solving movies from the start. Um, very rarely I can pin it and be like, uh, I think I know where this is going. Very, very rare. I'm not that smart with movies. I watch a lot of movies and I should be able to pick a lot of this shit out. I, I can't. I'm, I'm very gullible. I'm very like... I'm looking to find the outlandish answer that's never, ever correct. Um, unless it's very, very obvious from the start. Yeah, uh, very rarely I can pick out a movie from the start and know where it's going to head. Um, but in this case, in this movie, I was able to crack it. Uh, Alyssa, did you guess who done it before it was revealed? Yes, yes, I did. Um, it was just too convenient to, as the movie progressed, realizing no one else has the motive to be able to do any of this it's just unbelievable the motive is direct with the best friend and the at time husband so yeah uh if you could kill an actor from the cast who would it be god i wonder who it could be mr cannibal himself I don't, obviously come on i wouldn't make him eat himself though i wouldn't give him that pleasure uh, if you had to kill someone in your house with only what you've got in the house already, how'd you do it? Um, I have a few knives around uh, in two rooms just in case. Um, not for those reasons, though, obviously. Uh, it's just for, you know, cutting up boxes and that is all there in there for. Um, that or I'd probably just grab my lightsaber. I'll wear one of my helmets for sure. It's protection. Got plenty of those. Um, but you more than likely would just be one of the knives. Be very nice and efficient. Uh, any plans for your time off? Yeah, I'm on holidays for two weeks. <laughs> uh, honestly, I have a long list of TV shows to watch and finish up on. A whole bunch of movies to just take in um, and just play heaps of games. That's all my time off is going to consist of. Uh, which is better, a cigarette or three lemon cookies? Look, your lemon cookies are fucking divine. But... you. You would agree with me that dart is the way to go, all right? But why not have both? Uh, would you rather have balls the size of Maltesers or pears? What do you... Maltesers, obviously. It's hard enough having them at the size that they're at now. Pears, that's uncomfortable. Maltesers, I don't care. The balls are there. As long as they produce what they need to produce, fine. We're all good. And as long as they're not in pain, okay. If they have to be Maltesers size, I don't care. If it makes my dick look bigger done we'll cop it like that all right um and that's it that's the questions that's done ah, i love the questions guys or uh, thank you for sending those in if you want to send me any questions jump over to the instagram links in the description below just chuck me a dm or uh make a post when the post goes up live to ask for the questions just send it through let me know uh but guys thank you for joining me here on the you like that podcast for another week um if you want to find us anywhere link in the description in the description audio everywhere on youtube make sure you share subscribe like the video rate us on spotify 
all that good stuff that really helps us out. Uh, go check out my other podcast, Left on the Bench. It's a soccer podcast with my friend Jacob. We love talking about football over there. So join us up over there and then come back here on Friday and Saturday to see the midweek extra episode. Uh, this week is going to be Vanilla Sky, requested by Jess. Uh, last week, I did... Oh, what did I do last week? I've already forgotten. That movie that I did last week. <laughs> I'm so bad already. I do too many podcasts now. I can't even remember. Uh, but that show is situated right here. You can find that exactly where you are right now. So thanks for joining me here, guys. Until I see you all next week, have a good one. Thank you.